Hello, Sagittarius friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Sagittarius December 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Sag placement that you're listening for. What I'm going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sag like me, so birthdays December 15th through the rest of the sign, or degrees, 23 degrees of Sagittarius placement through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Capricorn report as your very late degree Sages will benefit from both of those readings. This is our month. We have so much to celebrate this month. I'm going to go into the layers that will make up the experience of December, and we'll talk about general aspects that will affect everyone that you really need to know about, and we'll talk about lots of Sagittarius-specific things, not only as a wrap-up for 2023, but also we'll talk about some long-term planetary themes that were at play this year that we'll also be dealing with next year to give you a little bit of context for the ongoing storylines that you will be experiencing. Now, I since my crew tends to be divided, as I've learned, half of you, it seems like, really likes the chart, and the other half doesn't like to look at the chart. You want to run screaming from it. So I've been alternating back and forth, showing the chart on the screen one month, and then showing a pretty slideshow the next month. Of course, all of this is for my YouTube viewers. If you're on the podcast, then you're just on the audio version of all of this. Um, so this month, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to put the chart right here just for a few seconds so that those of you who are inclined to follow along in the chart, you can take a screenshot or take a picture with one of your other devices so that you can refer back to it while I'm talking and I'll point some things out as I go through. And for the rest of you who don't want to stare at the chart, then you will have the beautiful slideshow. Okay. So, um, here's the chart now. And now we can go back to our slideshow and go through the layers of December. Okay. So, I'm very excited to report lots of things this month. So let's go talk about these celebrations, okay? The first thing is that we finally have a positive shift in the sweet to salty ratio of aspects. Aspects are mathematical connections between planets. Sweet is what I call the ones when they're getting along. So a mathematical angle that tends to bring harmony and sweet things. And then there are the tough aspects, which tend to bring salty experiences and nuisance experiences. And so September, October, November, we had way more salty aspects compared to sweet ones. Uh, But this month, we've got more sweet compared to salty. So we will have those road bumps there, but definitely more in the happy department compared. So that's the first thing to celebrate. The second thing to celebrate is that we're exiting eclipse season. And this is exciting because September, October, November has been very heavy with eclipse energy, which is transformation, big goodbyes, big hellos. You know, even if the changes that have been happening for you were good, transitions are tough. You know, you're cracking out of one matrix and you're building another. And, you know, it's been a lot and a lot of unknowns have been going on, you know, even since August, a lot of you know, and prior to that, if you're following these eclipse cycles, you know that they, they start way before the, the one eclipse cycle. And if you want to learn more about the eclipse cycle and how it's affecting you as a Sag, listen to my September, October, November reports, and you can learn a ton. And I also have other references from there. We're not going to talk about that this month, except to say that although we are at the tail end of the season, we can see some important changes and in information come through from the big me versus we, my stuff versus our stuff storylines that have been at play. 
it's much lighter. It's much more clear and it's not dominated by the heavy emotion that we've been in. Okay. So we're celebrating that. Something else that's noteworthy is that October 7th through November 25th, we had a golden period free from personal planet retrogrades. Personal planets that go retrograde are Mars, Venus, and Mercury. And we had Venus retrograde energy for a long time. We've had multiple Mercury retrogrades, you know, throughout this year. And so October 7th through November 25th is a golden period free from those retrogrades and those shadow periods. Shadow periods are the times before and after, before they go retro and then before they get their strength back after having gone direct. So what that means is that if you're listening to this early, October 7th through November 25th is a time for forward movement, proactivity, um, big decisions, which is perfect with the eclipses because a lot of information will come through and you have to do stuff with that. So this is a time where it's easier to make the big move, the big financial investment, the, the big sale, the big purchase, the big commitments, all of those things are much easier. Now, as we slide into December, we're back in Mercury retrograde season, which is amazing for a lot of things, but making commitments and seeing clearly what you're committing to and trusting that what you're committing to in December is going to be the same in a few weeks or a few months, you know, it's more lends itself, it's more lending itself to short-term agreements, short-term contracts, if you have to engage in any, and just kind of being right here, right now with the people around you, with the things you're doing and not trying to cast too far into the future. And the retrograde makes it hard to do that. So it's also difficult for making plans. So unfortunately, the holiday time is going to be a little interfered with from the perspective of shifting plans. So if you can leave flexibility and what you commit to and what you expect others to do, you can save yourself a lot of drama this month. Also a way to save yourself some drama this month is by doing your holiday shopping early, which is these kind of tendencies that we see in the stars for certain times to be better for certain things is exactly why I post these super early. Because if I were to tell you in December, hey, you should have done your holiday shopping in October, November, (laughs) then you'd be like, why didn't you tell me that then, right? So now you know, if you can get your holiday shopping done by Black Friday, you will be much happier, okay? Because it just, it just is that way. And you may find yourself traveling this month. Don't worry, Mercury retrograde can be an amazing time to travel. You just have to be able to have flexibility check and double check things. It's the kind of energy where your gate could change at the last minute and it's across the airport, you know, and you're just sitting there on your phone and don't even realize what's going on. So you just have to pay more attention and again, just write things in pencil rather than writing them in pen and you'll be much happier. So we do have some lingering Scorpio energies with Venus running through the whole sign this month, but now the Scorpio energies are in the backdrop instead of the forefront like they have been for a couple of months. And so those energies of high emotion and the Phoenix rising from the ashes of the rubble that's created from things blowing up, you know, and the chance to unite with others in meaningful ways and deep intimate relations and psychological and spiritual breakthroughs, all of that is still continuing as a theme, but it is more in the backdrop. And what's taking center stage is Sagittarius. Yay. So this is our time. This is the time when the planets are speaking our language so strongly, you know, gregarious, 
opportunities for connection and education and teaching and learning and travel and expansion and fun, play, all of that is very much needed after the long, um, deep dive into Scorpio. And so, um, and that's what's going to happen. So the thing we have to watch out for here is overdoing. If you're a Sag that doesn't overdo, wow, good for you. You must have a very balanced chart. Most Sagittarius's have a tendency to get a little excessive compliments of our ruler Jupiter. Speaking of Jupiter, another reason to celebrate is our ruler is finally going direct. September, Jupiter went retrograde. We were feeling that a lot of our ambitions, our views, our uh, you know, b- big perspectives, our big missions really started to turn inward and lose a lot of steam in favor of dealing with a lot of just, in some cases, monotonous, but things right in front of us that we've had to deal with, you know, a lot of day-to-day, a lot of mundane stuff. Sages tend to like big picture stuff, right? So some of that big picture stuff has gotten toned down with Jupiter being in retrograde and also some things that may have been expanding gloriously before it went retrograde. And if you didn't know when retrograde, you might be like, why was this expanding? And all of a sudden it's not. Maybe your oomph for, for a course you're in, or maybe your immigration paperwork, or maybe something else involving international scene, or maybe your zest for learning languages or whatever kind of Sagittarius pursuits you've been having, they may have been muted or in some way interfered with. But now, even though Jupiter doesn't go direct until December 31st, the very end of the month, you will start to feel things waking up even in early December because the energy is starting to shift where it's getting ready to move. This big, 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 big energy of, of Jupiter, the protector, the benefic, the, the bringer of luck, the bringer of optimism, the bringer of expansion is getting ready to go direct. So be ready for things to start turning around. And it'll be interesting because certain things will stop and go retrograde, right? Because of the Mercury. But certain things, bigger picture things, bigger things will start to wake up and move forward. Okay, so it's going to be very exciting. If there are some birthday miracles that you want and things are seeming like they're not going to work out, you know, let's say you've got a plan, maybe in true sad style, you want to make an international trip or something, but circumstances seem to be making it uncertain. If you can make the plan in a way that keeps flexibility in case like, so basically you don't have to commit or pay a bunch until, you know, book with something you don't have to pay up front type of stuff, then there is a chance that that dream that you have, even if it seems like it's being called into question, that it could work out. So, you know, dig your trenches for the waters to come basically. And there is a really good chance it will come, but you're going to go through being really sure it's not going to happen for the months before. Um, and then there's a good chance it will. So that's really exciting. Yeah. So just definitely guard over the overdoing from the overdoing over partying, over eating, over anything, over spending, over committing. We just want to try to be aware that we're going to be very much boosted by these energies. And what's also lighting up with Saris. Okay. So now if you're looking at the chart, look at the area that would be nine o'clock if this were a clock, and then just look just under that, like between the eight and nine o'clock area, you see a question mark. That's uh, star goddess Ceres. Then their Mars is under that. And then the sun is the circle with a dot. And then Mercury is in Capricorn, but it's going to retrograde back into our sign. So 
anything involving publishing, teaching, learning, international things from the past are more likely to come back to us. So something that you did before, something you were trying to do, um, inspiration for a project, all of that is likely to come back from this retrograde. And the retrograde is, you know, in Capricorn part of the way, but it's in Sag part of the way. So when that happens, it's notable for us. And you late degree friends will feel that even more. So those of you closer to the Capricorn spectrum, same people who I basically told to, um, you know, listen to the Capricorn report, you late degree friends, you're going to get some extra notable news and information and experiences for Mercury retrograde at this time. And that's in December and January, actually. But for all Sages, our first house of rebirth of our physical body, of what we show the world is all being lit up. So solutions for something involving our image, solutions for something involving our health, um, all of those things are, are having a, a higher chance of manifesting. Now, fortunately, the sun moving into Capricorn later in the month and Mercury being in Capricorn part of the month is helping to give a little balance to the Sagittarius party. Sometimes it can be like a little too practical, a little bit too much of a reality check, a little bit too much of a naysayer to our fun. But I think it's helpful to us to have a little balance here. And it also can help us to take a little break from having a bunch of fun to do some things like get taxes pulled together, do a wrap up for the year, get piles of stuff cleared out so we can start, you know, fresh with the new year. And it's, it's really helpful to have some of that Capricorn energy. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Now I want to talk about a couple of dates of note. If you love the dates and aspects of note, you definitely want to go to anniehelpsyou.com. I'll give you that um, site later. And you can also look in the notes under the video or podcast, but at anniehelpsyou.com, if you just put your name and email address in, that'll link you into my free VIP community that will get you my sweet and salty date, um, astrology of the month, right up one month early access to all the archives, all of my notification letters. Like for instance, right now, when I'm recording this, we are in that golden period for making those big decisions. So I sent a mailing out to my whole group saying, Hey, just in case you forgot, we're now in that big period, you know, so reminders about important events and, um, astrological transits. So, you'll really get taken care of in there as far as your astrological knowledge and learning. I also send out um, astrology education newsletters. So lots of fun to be had. But in any case, my point is I'm going to give you two dates of note. But if you want to have more dates of note, you'll want to go and put, you know, sign up there because then you'll get more than you know what to do with. Okay. So the first date of note, December 12th, new moon at 20 degrees of Sagittarius. One of my best friends has her birthday on that day. So for her and for all of you who have birthdays at that time, you have the new moon energy worked into your whole year, your whole next year. So um, that's exciting. Now, anyone who's at 20 degrees or near 20 degrees are also going to get special kisses. So if your birthday is like December 7th through around December 17th and the closer to around the 12th, the more you'll get extra special kisses from the new moon in Sagittarius. But if you're not in that zone, don't worry. Having a new moon in our sign is a wonderful blessing that we get usually just once a year, unless we have a black moon, which we don't have it right at this time. A black moon is a second new moon in a sign or a month. So in any case, everyone in the sign will get blessings from this, but the closer you are to those spectrums, the more kisses you get. And this is a time for new beginnings. But since the 
retrograde energy is present, it could be new beginnings regarding something from the past. The next date of note is December 26th. We have the full moon at almost five degrees of Cancer. Cancer full moons tend to bring really notable family experiences. Um, and in this case, it's jiving with some of the holidays. So you might find that you have extra special family fullness. In some cases, it can be drama. In some cases, it can be, you know, completion, fruition, something coming to fruition regarding home, family, a house, um, a purchase, a sale, you know, or spending time with family. All of those things can happen. And it could just be you have a wonderful family time. So I'm really excited about that for us because it's driving nicely with some of the holidays. Okay. So we do have Venus and Pallas Athena. Venus is in Libra at the beginning of the month. You can see this. If you look in the chart, look at the nine o'clock position, then look up a little bit towards like the 10 o'clock position. You'll see the typical Venus sign, the circle with the cross. And then right next to her is Pallas Athena. It's a diamond with a cross under it. Venus will move into Scorpio pretty quickly and we'll have both of those ladies in Scorpio. So Um, And that's going to affect our 12th house. So clandestine or secret romantic involvement or quality, quiet time with your beloved, all of those things can um, can be featured here. Or it could just be personal private time where you're, you know, spending creative time. But there is some element of making sure to balance the gregariousness and the outwardness and the social scene and the travel and the spinning, spinning, spinning this month with some quiet, internal, deep connection time. So if you're drawn to contact somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, this month could be amazing for either spending time with people or chatting with them on the phone um, and just, you know, really getting down deep with your people, your people that are close to you and having a really nice, intimate conversation and connection. Okay, so now I'm going to hit some highlights of some themes that have been present for 2023 and a sneak peek into 2024 of some themes that will continue then. These are based on the outer planets. The outer planets are ones that take longer to move around. What we've mostly been speaking about are short-term transits. They're ones that change month to month or week to week or whatever it is. And, you know, those flavor a shorter period of time. So we have enough layers of understanding what December is like now. Oh, by the way, if it's going to be your birthday, happy birthday, Sagittarius friends. My birthday will happen this month as well. It's on the 16th. Um, so make sure you write your wishes down, say them out loud, and feel them as if they've already come true. If you search for Annie making wishes come true, I think you might ha- you may or may not have to put my last name in. You might just be able to put Annie. You'll find my video about how you can make the most of your birthday wishes. And if you have another Sag placement besides your son then the sun is going to cross over that placement and add emphasis and add to your setting of intentions. Wishes are different than intentions. Wishes are asking something to come to you. Intentions are asking for the will to do something. So, you know, you can have that energy refreshed for you, um, even if it's not your birthday. Okay, so let's talk about some themes. Um, Pluto has been dancing in Capricorn since 2008. We still have a little while of it jumping back and forth between Aquarius and Cap. Some lingering stories about income, material assets, you know, um, and if you're a very, if you have any late degree Cap placements, so if you know your chart, then you've been getting profoundly affected by this. Um, but in general, every Sag has been going through a major financial storyline, and that is going to continue into um, 2024. Uh, and then 
It's also dancing in the area of your communication and your siblings and your aunts and uncles and cousins and nieces and nephews. So there's a lot of transforma- transformation afoot with a lot of your familial relations. Then the next level of familial relation is your home, your family, your kids, your parents. And Saturn moving through Pisces starting in early 2023 going into 2026 is bringing some heaviness to your home and family space. There could be real estate topics that are up. There could be uh, family either challenges or manifestation. You know, all of these placements, signs, planets have a range of potential expression, a spectrum of expression from lowest to highest. Saturn can bring challenges and difficulties and it does square in Pisces. It does square us, our, our Sag placement. So no doubt that many of you are having some challenging family experiences, but sometimes the pressure point comes from manifesting something. So let's say you're trying to manifest a home or manifest a vacation home or manifest establishing home in some other area besides where you live or a move. This Saturnian energy can help to bring that into manifestation. So, you know, this year, next year, real estate topics, home, housing, family, it's going to be very, very hot. And you're probably going to be a little bit more busy and have to work a little bit harder. People in your family may need you or you may need some support. Neptune is still there, spiritualizing our approach. I also have to mention that this fourth house that Saturn is adding structure to and Neptune is spiritualizing um, this year, next year, Neptune won't switch into Aries until between 25 and 26. So we still have a while of this. This can bring themes of water to your home. I know for me, you know, we've had gone through several very bad hurricanes. Um, other people may have had pipes bursting. Sometimes the energy of water is emotion and not physical water. Living by the ocean, the topic of, you know, of ocean or water front things may be manifesting a lot. And this fourth house is also the house is called childhood psychology. So basically things you were imprinted with by your parents, things you were imprinted with in the womb. If your mom or your parents went through something, you have that imprinted and you may be manifesting uh, patterns from that time. So this is a time for you to use the spiritual perspective of Neptune with the material uh, discipline of Saturn to excavate the um, core issues that are causing you trouble in your current relationships that were rooted in the past. Okay, so 2023, 2024 is going to be a year of that. The North Node uh, in transit showing us our highest expression in this lifetime. And for Sages, we've got that transiting in our fifth house in the sign of Aries for every sign, but for Sagittarius specifically in the fifth, which means that some keys to our highest expression in this lifetime are involving children or romance or having more fun or creativity or passion projects. Okay. So that's fun and it's opposite. So if you're looking at the chart, if you look in the, what would that be? Three o'clock, four o'clock. So like five o'clock position, then it's, um, you'll see it looks like headphones. That's the North node. If you look opposite that 180 degrees up there near like 11 o'clock, it's the South node. And that looks like a horseshoe. And that is showing us, showing everyone that we're going through a karmic cycle of, of healing karma in relationships. And specifically for Sag, we're healing karma within our groups or us as a part of a group or us with our teams or communities. 
Okay, so we've got Jupiter as of May 2023 into May 2024. We have Jupiter expanding our house of health. So if you're a Sag that's been struggling with your health, you may be making headway now. Some of that headway may come from understanding that there are genetic factors at play. There's a book by Dr. Ben Lynch called Dirty Genes, G-E-N-E-S, genes, not the ones you wear. Um, and it may be very enlightening to some of your or your family um, health situations and, you know, other insights may be coming as far as health. This can have to do with animals or pets. This can have to do with your daily routine, um, but a lot of expansion going on. And Uranus is in the same place. So sh- shocks and jolts and surprises over recent years and still continuing into the future um, in your workspace or your daily home space, but also insights and really awesome ideas So if you have a really good idea about something, you want to write it down because this is very unstable energy. And if you have a good idea about how to make your life better or some kind of insight or even an invention or a patent, you may forget it because, you know, it's like a lightning strike. So just be be looking out for that. Okay, so go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name in to get access to my report so you can see what else is going on this month and get my notifications about important transits and aspects and other things. Then you can also join my secret star portal there where my written horoscopes have now moved. Um, I also have how to get through tough astrological transits. I have Jupiter through the signs, Jupiter um, in Taurus through the signs. I have Saturn in Pisces. I've got the sun moving through each sign and house and archives and more content every month. So you can join the secret star portal there. And then if you want to learn astrology, if you love how I teach and you want to learn, all of this is at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can um, see my Astrology Basics course, or if you want to take your love of the stars and earn money from it, join my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course. Uh, If you think I put a lot into my free offerings, you should see what I put into that course. It's very, very comprehensive and continuing to grow. You have an access to the forum to ask questions. So you can see all that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful wrap-up to your year. And I'll see you next month and I'll see you next year. Okay, bye.